Step 7. Living in the Here and Now Most humans are never fully present in the now, because unconsciously they believe that the next moment must be more important than this one. But then you miss your whole life, which is never, not now. And that's a revelation for some people, to realize your life is only ever now. Eckhart Tolle. These words from Eckhart Tolle reflect a growing problem in today's world. One where everyone is so busy trying to get ahead and to achieve what they think will bring them happiness that they don't appreciate the moments in their lives. Most people are too occupied worrying about what other people think, ego-based and what the future will bring. As a result, instead of living in the moment, they obsess about the mistakes they made yesterday and last year or 10 years ago and about what will be happening to them next week, next year, or when they retire. Will you have enough money? Will you be sick or healthy? What job will you have? Where will you live? Will you still love me? The list goes on and on. In working towards our aspirations, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others and to our previous selves from the past to judge our worthiness for happiness. We are living the false perception that what we desire in the future is what we need to focus on and think about and act on. Or we are working on something we believe we need to change to fit into society's mold. So we set goals for our lives to either get what we think we need, to achieve something, or to avoid the pitfalls of life, and then to make sure we succeed in whatever society's belief of success is, we are constantly looking forward or behind. This keeps us very busy and preoccupied with life events, and most often we are not fully present in any specific moment, nor are we truly awake and aware of who we truly are and what we are really experiencing. Consequently, we frequently miss the truth in each moment and we miss God's presence in our lives. Such is the human condition. We are living mostly in the past or the future, and seldom do we live in the moment. It is important to live in the now if you want to become aware or awaken to who you truly are. As spiritual beings having a human experience, you came here to experience your true self living an awakened life aligned with your God source. Truly awakened, you will become conscious of the true self that resides within, that is connected to God. Your spirit, your soul, your essence. When you are aligned with your source, you will naturally experience happiness, joy, peace, and contentment. Alignment with Source is only possible when you are fully present in the moment. Therefore, 
if you want to experience happiness, joy, peace, and contentment, or heaven on earth, you must find a way to be fully present and aware of what is happening in each moment. You must learn how to connect to your source in the now, as noted by Eckhart Tolle, instead of worrying and obsessing about past or future experiences that keep you disconnected from your true self and your purpose for being here. You are disconnected because you are too busy with your ego mind to notice God or your connection to God. Our tendency as human beings is to allow our minds to direct our lives instead of listening to our true selves and our hearts. Don't get me wrong. Our minds are very useful in helping us achieve what we are truly meant to achieve. But unfortunately, most of us live in our minds and rarely connect our hearts to our thoughts and actions, wasting our valuable energy and God-given gifts. As Eckhart Tolle states at the beginning of this chapter, it is important to realize that your life is only ever now. It is not the past that your mind likes to dwell on, particularly your mistakes or others' indiscretions, nor is it the future that your mind likes to plan, organize, or worry about. Only by becoming fully aware or conscious in the moment will you realize that you are more than your thoughts and connect to your essence that is your connection to source. The more you connect to your true self and your source, the more you will become conscious of your connection to source in everything you encounter. The people you meet at work, at play, in your yoga session, in the eyes of your beloved, or in the eyes of your enemy. You'll also find it in nature, in the clouds, in the sun, in the trees. If you become still and drop the constant chatter of your mental world and your running commentary on what is occurring, and instead focus on what you are experiencing in the moment, you can experience your inner self or consciousness and your connection to God in everything and everyone. Your mind chattering is not your inner self, but the ego self or false self that identifies with your thoughts. Your thoughts, of course, are based on your conditioning and beliefs of who you think you are. As explained in earlier chapters, your ego self is concerned with how it appears to others and creates a constant flood of thoughts that can take over your life and send you into endless projects of busyness to keep you from being conscious of your true self or essence. Forever lost in your thoughts that then direct your everyday actions and choices in life. Humans who identify with the ego self see themselves as separate from other humans and are, as a result, more apt to experience suffering. They are not awake or aware that they are a spiritual being having a human experience. And that because we are all spiritual beings connected through Source, 
we are all connected to each other. Each person is a spark of God, a child of God, whose true expression is that of joy, love, peace, acceptance, and happiness. This is what finding the stairway to heaven is about. Discovering who you truly are and developing a spiritual practice that keeps you connected to your source so that you can make choices in your life that are aligned with your God-given gifts and life purpose. I want to point out that your ego mind is different from your functional mind, which allows you to breathe, digest your food, circulate your blood, and to see, hear, read, or do many other physical things, like driving your car. We need the functional part of our minds, much of which is involuntary, to continue functioning and to remain in our human bodies. The ego mind is different from the functional mind in that it is the part of the mind that we hear talking to us. Before you can complete this next step on the stairway of living in the here and now, you must learn to better control how you use your mind. You must also learn how to observe your mind in action. This can be done by stepping back many times in your day and by being a witness to your thoughts. The following quote from Eckhart Tolle's book, Practicing the Power of Now, Essential Teachings, Meditations, and Exercises from the Power of Now, explains this well. The beginning of freedom is the realization that you are not the possessing entity, the thinker. Knowing this enables you to observe the entity. The moment you start watching the thinker, a higher level of consciousness becomes activated. You then begin to realize that there is a vast realm of intelligence beyond thought, that thought is only a tiny aspect of that intelligence. You also realize that all the things that truly matter, beauty, love, creativity, joy, inner peace, arise from beyond the mind. When you can begin witnessing your thoughts, you will come to understand that your thoughts are controlling your life and you will be better able to embark on living in the moment. Once you become aware of this, there really is no turning back. You will begin to awaken. One definition for living in the moment or now is offered by Zorba Hereford on the website called Essential Life Skills. To live in the moment or now means being conscious, aware, and in the present with all of your senses. It means not dwelling on the past, nor being anxious or worrying about the future. When we concentrate our attention on the present, we focus on the task at hand. We give our full attention to what we are doing, and we let go of outcomes. Seizing each moment in life allows us to prolong its value and make it more meaningful. Rather than seeking quantity of time, when we live in the moment, we enjoy and savor every minute.
we don't sacrifice quality for quantity. As described, living in the moment can make each moment more valuable and meaningful. In being fully present with each of your life experiences, you will see more clearly what is important and what is not. You will feel more connected to Source where you will find daily guidance and direction for your life choices. You just need to learn how to witness and manage the mindless chatter that is keeping you from enjoying your true joyful self. Shifting from your current obsessive and ego-based thought patterns that are holding you back will not happen overnight and requires awareness of the problem and acceptance of who you truly are and a desire to change. You can begin by simply practicing ways to live in the moment or of being mindful. How to live in the moment. The key to living in the moment is to attempt to make awareness as much of your life as possible. Begin to live your outside life, work, family, play, etc. directed from your consciousness and to enjoy life no matter what circumstances are thrown at you. Unless your thoughts keep you from appreciating the beauty and enjoyment that surrounds you in this multifaceted world that our Creator has made, there is always something to appreciate even in the most difficult times. You can begin by getting in touch with your inner self or consciousness daily, then several times a day, then hourly, and eventually on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. This will help you develop mindfulness in everything you do. One way you can develop mindfulness is to just pay attention to your thoughts. For example, as you go through your day, see if you can step back and watch your thoughts as a silent observer. Your thoughts are constantly chattering as your mind deals with the events of the day. Some of these thoughts are functional and related to the tasks at hand, but many of them are attitudes or based on learned beliefs, which can be judgmental and critical of yourself as well as others. Noticing what thoughts your mind has floating through it a lot of the time can give you great insight into what you need to change to be more present. Once you are aware of the ways that your mind occupies your every moment, you are ready to practice ways that you can shut off the endless chatter and enjoy the moment. Following are some examples of the types of things you can do to experience living in the moment. Important, use as many of your senses in the activities as possible, noticing any sensory experience. This will take you out of your ego mind and you will be fully in the moment where you can experience your true self and your connection to your God source. One, when you are in nature, use all your senses to appreciate your surroundings. For example, A. In the spring or summer, delight in the wonderful flowers, plants, and trees. Smell them 
See them, touch them. Feel the warm breezes brushing against your face. Smell the scents and try to identify what it reminds you of. Is there a taste in the air? What does it remind you of? If you were close to water, can you smell it? Are there birds singing or squirrels running around? How many species? What are they doing? Experience your true self or observer self noticing everything. How does it make you feel? B. In the fall or winter, notice if the ground is frozen or if the blades of grass are sparkling in the moonlight. How magical that can be. Are there tracks in the snow or are there lots of leaves blowing around in circles? Is the snow hard and crusty or is it light and powdery? Notice if you can see your breath and how the cold air feels against your skin. Does it tingle or does it feel numb in the cold? Are your hands cold or perhaps you are dressed warm and feeling toasty? Smile and give thanks for having had the opportunity to experience God's beauty in nature with eyes that can see, hands that can touch, lips that can taste, ears that can hear, and a heart that can feel. Two, when you are at the cottage or on your deck, watch your bird feeders and squirrel feeders. Once again, use all your senses to listen to the sounds the animals make. See if you can identify what species they are. Watch to see how many times they come back to the feeders. Notice all the movement. How does this make you feel? Do you laugh and smile at the antics? Give thanks for having the opportunity to watch God's creatures so close to home. Three, find a perfect place to watch the sunrise or sunset. Notice the colors in the sky and see how they change. Are there clouds? How many do you see? Is it windy, gently breezy, or is there not a breath of air? Does it feel chilly or nicely warm? Do you notice any birds in the sky as the sun rises or sets? What kind of birds are they? When the sun has finished rising or setting, give thanks for the beauty of God's earth. Four, go for a walk in the park or on the beach. Listen to the sounds of your footsteps in the grass or in the sand. If there's grass, notice the color and how tall it is. Is it swaying in the wind? If you were at the beach, are there many waves? How big are they? Do they glisten in the sun? Are there reflections in the water? What does the air smell like? Is it fresh or salty? Do you notice any trees? What types of trees are they? Are they healthy? What color are the leaves? 
touch the water and see what temperature it is. If you are in the park, swing on the swings and smile. You are enjoying the moment. Five, do some yoga, tai chi, or qigong, or some other form of exercise like Zumba. Pay close attention to your body movements and breathing. Listen to what your body is feeling. Are you pushing too hard? If yes, then back off until it feels right. Is one part of your body straining? Listen to it and take it a little slower and easier. Is there music playing with the exercise? Feel the music move you and keep you in sync with the movements. Enjoy the stress draining from your body. Six, learn how to breathe properly and take special care to pay attention to the in and out breath. Lay on a comfortable surface or sit in a chair. Close your eyes and slowly breathe in for a count of eight. Hold your breath for a count of 12, then breathe out for a count of eight. Continue with this in an in and out breathing pattern for just a couple minutes or for as long as you like. Notice the calming sensation that this has on your body and how it slows down your thinking and mind chatter. There are many forms of breathing exercises that you can learn and practice to develop mindfulness. Seven, learn how to meditate or chant mantras. Like concentrating on your breathing with consistent practice, once you learn how to do this, you will notice the slowing down of the mind chatter. This will also have an empowering and relaxing effect on your body. Notice the subtle changes during and after your practices. Eight, sing or dance or play an instrument. Each of these activities requires great concentration in the moment to accomplish what you are doing. Sometimes you are working together with other people and this requires focus on the part you are playing in the group. Nine, be creative, paint, draw, take pictures, sew, do crafts, etc. When you do creative projects, you will use many of your senses to complete the project you are working on. People who work on creative projects say that time seems to fly by. This is because as they are working, they are fully in the moment and time seems to not exist when they are fully in the moment. What you will notice by practicing all these methods of being in the moment is that they are enjoyable, unless your thoughts keep you from enjoying what you are doing. If negative thoughts, fears, or complaints try to push through, don't listen to them. Change them to positive thoughts and you will enjoy your activities even more. Even some positive thoughts can interfere with being in the present moment and from enjoying what you were doing if you pay too much attention to them. Be careful, as you may find yourself going through the motions and not paying full attention to what you are doing.
and you will miss out on an opportunity to experience joy and pleasure. If you can fully immerse yourself in an activity and get lost in it, you will lose the sense of your critical, questioning, false self and begin to experience your true self that always enjoys life. Learning to develop your ability to be fully conscious in any given moment of your life will help you move forward on the stairway to heaven more rapidly. You will be better able to connect your daily thoughts with your inner connection to Source. This sometimes is referred to as connecting your heart intuition and your mind or heart-centered living. Making life decisions using a mind directed by your heart intuition is like listening to God give you directions for your life and you begin to live a life with purpose. Rest assured that God will not lead you wrong.